As moms, we bind to the message that motherhood is a life of chaos, overwhelm, exhaustion, and putting ourselves last. And while it does require sacrifice and can be overwhelming at times, the idea that becoming a mom means you no longer exist or matter is simply not true. I'm on a mission to help you find yourself again. Yes, even in the chaos. And remind you that you still matter. I want you to stop believing that you have to wait until fill in the blank. And start right now, right where you are. A life of abundance and joy where you can truly thrive at work, home, and life can be yours if you're willing to start right where you are. Join me each week in conversations about motherhood, mindset, balancing all the things, and doing what you can with where you are because you are worth knowing and you are more than mama. Hey, it's Kaysen. Welcome back to another episode of the More Than Mama podcast. Here are this week's shout outs. Brittany W., your friend Brittany, wants to remind you that you are an incredible and strong mama and you've got this every single day. Lauren H., your friend Amy, wants to tell you that you are rocking mom life. Keep it up. Bethany C., your friend Alicia, wants to remind you that you are doing a great job. If you'd like to send in a shout out to your mama BFF to remind her that she's amazing, click the link in the show notes and send in your shout out. You can also send an email to info at heyitscason.com. Again, that email is info at heyitscason.com. So a while back on Instagram, I pulled my followers and I asked what topics they thought should be discussed more openly in motherhood. And today's topic was suggested a few times. And so we're going to be talking about the comparison game, the comparison trap, how to stop comparing yourself to other people, especially whenever it comes to social media. I know this is something that we all fall into from time to time. So I hope this episode is helpful. I hope you walk away with some practical strategies and things that you can implement into your own life and ways that you can really just stop the comparison game. So let's dive right in. Okay, we've all been there. I know at one point in time, you have compared your life to a random stranger on the internet, whether it was her perfectly decorated house, the Pinterest-worthy birthday party, the luxury vehicle, the ginormous engagement ring, or the perfectly matched sibling outfits. We have all gotten caught in the comparison trap at some point, and for good reason. Generally speaking, what we see on social media is the pretty, posed, and polished. It's usually cropped and photoshopped or filtered. I'm looking at you, Instagram stories. So who wouldn't compare their everyday, seemingly mundane and insignificant real life to someone's gorgeous, over-the-top, perfectly curated social media feed? It's okay. Sometimes we get caught up in the world of filters that make your face look totally different and posting the pictures that we've put presets on. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any of it. I do it, and I'm sure you do it too. That's not the problem. The problem is when we forget to distinguish between reality and social media. Sometimes the smiles and picture perfect is actually someone's reality, but there are times when it isn't. There's a saying that says, sometimes the grass is greener on the other side because it's fake. And that's true. Not everything you see day in and day out is an accurate representation of someone's life. It's simply a snapshot in time. It's a second of someone's life, not the whole picture. When we compare ourselves to others, we convince ourselves that there is this bar of perfection and that that other person has somehow reached perfection, while we, on the other hand, are struggling to just make it through our day. That's how things appear, at least. Sometimes we compare our children with someone else's, 
We see what their kids are up to and able to do and wonder if our kids are behind in some way. We compare ourselves as moms and worry we aren't feeding them the right things, give them too much screen time, or aren't attentive enough. The possibilities are endless when it comes to the comparison trap. I'd love to hear from you and know what areas you struggle most in when it comes to comparison. Whatever way you tend to compare yourself, please know that you aren't alone. We all play the comparison game, and it's not one that we usually win. I want to share a few practical tips that will hopefully help you stop comparing yourself to others, however that looks for you. So how can we stop comparing? Well, the first practical thing you can do is put your phone down or take a break from socials. I know you're thinking, well, duh, but sometimes that's what you need, a full reset, a social media break. One sure way to stop comparing yourself is to remove the source. So if you feel a tendency to do that when scrolling social media, just take the app off your phone or unfollow certain people or mute them. Yes, that is a thing. We actually weren't created to know what every single person was doing in real time every waking moment, but that's the society that we live in today. If you feel like that this is something that could be helpful for you, I want to challenge you to do it. Maybe you do it for a few days or maybe a few weeks. I promise that it will reset your perspective and it may be just what you need to get yourself out of the comparison trap. And when you come back to socials, be sure to be mindful of who and what you follow and continue to take breaks as needed. The next thing you can do is focus on what you do have instead of what you don't have. Again, this is not earth shattering, but if you actually do it, it will make all the difference. Contentment will never be found in longing for what someone else has. So next time you catch yourself thinking, I wish I had that, or I wish my kids did this, think about what you do have. As cheesy as it's going to sound, think about the blessings in your life. Maybe start writing those down. And whenever you find yourself comparing, look at what you've written down as a reminder. You will start to get into the habit of seeing your blessings instead of wishing for more. Take ownership of your story. Regardless of what you do or don't have, whatever you've gone through, all of those things make you who you are. You are hopefully a better person because of your life experiences. And maybe you're in the middle right now and don't see how anything good can come from what you're going through. Most of us have been in that place, and it takes time, unfortunately, but it's something you can process and work through to start to see how your life experiences can be used for good. Take me, for example. Seven years ago, I would have never understood the season I was in. I didn't see how good could come from it, but now I try to encourage moms right where they are because of the things I've experienced in motherhood. When you can start to see value in your story, you can own your story and be more confident in who you are. There is no other person in the world like you. You are an individual. You are valuable because of that simple fact. There is no other you. So remember that. Use yourself as the bar. Run the race against yourself. Always try to do better than you did yesterday. Take time to reflect on how far you've come. Think about all the accomplishments you've made in your life. You are your own standard, not anyone else. Don't focus on what she's doing or where she's at. There's a quote that says, don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle, but you also shouldn't compare your beginning to someone else's beginning. She's not running your race and you aren't running hers. Y'all aren't even on the same track because your lives are totally separate. You don't know how many times she has tried and failed before succeeding. 
So often we see someone else's success story. We see the amazing transformation. We see the results. What we aren't seeing is the months and years of hard work, falling and getting up to try again, the determination. That's what you aren't seeing most of the time on social media. So use yourself as the standard. How are you doing now compared to a year ago? And if you don't like the answer to that, then what can you do to change that? Put your blinders on and your head down, girlfriend. This is your race. You truly don't know what someone else is going through. I know there have been many times when I've idolized a Hollywood couple only to later learn that they were filing for a divorce or even worse, someone I knew in real life. I mean, you would think with all the money and fame in the world, whatever you could possibly need, meals probably cooked for you, house cleaned for you, everything done for you, that you would be carefree and full of happiness, but that's not the case. I know I've admired couples in real life only to learn that their reality wasn't actually what was being portrayed on social media. And I think this is all of us at one point or another. But some of the most wealthy people have admitted that they were completely miserable at one time. So that just goes to show everything is not always as it appears. In a sense, I've found this to be true in my own life. Not with wealth necessarily, but having all the things like babies, family, and more that one would think would make you content and happy, but I was actually empty and miserable on the inside at one point. That's another episode for another day, but I can attest to having everything you could want and seeming like you have it all together on the outside, but on the inside, things are actually falling apart. Thankfully, that's not where I'm at now. I've learned that happiness and true joy is a choice, and while it can take a lot of work, it is possible. It's just a reminder that there is so much more going on underneath the surface than what you may be seeing on someone's social media. Trust me when I say that she, whoever she is for you, has her own set of struggles, insecurities, and times of hardship. You may not see them because you only see the surface, but they are there. It's not natural to bring all of those things to socials. It feels better to put all of the good things, all the pretty things, all the smiles, the vacations, the one picture out of 75 where the kids are actually looking and smiling at the same time. It's just not reality. She probably yelled a few times before getting her kids to finally cooperate. Her kids have tantrums just like yours. They refuse vegetables just like yours. She has trouble getting them to bed at night just like you do. The person you're comparing yourself to has her own set of struggles. She worries. She has fears, frustrations, setbacks, and insecurities. You just don't see them. And just because you don't see them doesn't mean they're not there. Comparison will keep you stuck in an unhealthy cycle of self-pity, shame, and almost like this victim mentality. It will always make you feel like you don't measure up, like you aren't good enough, like you aren't whatever enough. You don't want that for yourself. So take some control back. Implement some boundaries and realize that, first of all, you have worth. You have something to be thankful for. You have a say in what you let in. You do have a say in how you consume social media and TV. You have a say in who you surround yourself with. So maybe it's time to reevaluate some of those areas. When you feel good about yourself and where you're at, it does not matter what someone else is doing. Trust me when I say this. Comparison reveals our own insecurities sometimes. So pay attention next time you find yourself comparing your circumstances to someone else's. Get in the practice of becoming more self-aware and exploring what those automatic thoughts may mean. A lot of it is subconscious, so it can take some work in being intentional, but it is worth it to do the work. 
I hope these practical tips can help you stop comparing yourself, especially to what you see on social media. Remember, things are not always as they appear. And also remember, you were made for more. Does motherhood feel like constant chaos and endless overwhelm? I've been there, so I get it. But here's the deal. You are the only one who can take action to make the change you've been wanting to see, and I would love to help show you how to do that. If you're wanting to get back in the driver's seat, learn to manage your mindset, implement habits you can maintain, create routines that will work for you, and reconnect to yourself outside of motherhood, I've got something for you. Thrive Mamas is the overwhelmed beginner's guide to a simpler, more intentional life. I will walk you through how to take control of your thoughts, stop giving your power away, stop overcomplicating and procrastinating, and finally start making positive changes toward your goals. You will learn small action steps you can take immediately to start seeing real results in your life. This seven-week program is packed with bite-sized strategies designed specifically for the mama who needs to reclaim her power but is too overwhelmed to start. Simplify the things that have you stuck and stop overthinking everything and start experiencing a life of joy, peace, and abundance. If you want to learn more, go to heyitscason.com forward slash join or click the link in the show notes. I've been where you are and I'm proof that you don't have to stay there. Life will still happen, but my signature program will give you the tools necessary to cope, plan out, and manage your everyday rather than feeling like it's running over you. Spots are limited, so click the link below for more. And as a limited time offer, you can use the code THRIVE20 for a special listener discount. But hurry, because the code is going to expire soon. I hope to see you in there. Go check it out at heyitscasen.com forward slash join.